Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Sensei's with your leading expert in strategy and leadership. Folks, another great day, another great guest. She is no stranger to challenges. I guess we can all say we're not strangers to challenges. But what makes her stand out is the way she's handled it over the years. And it's a particular part of challenge that we seldom talk about. COVID is what we're talking about now. But I can bet you mental health, emotional trauma is a major, 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 major challenge that has brought down corporations, even nations. It has wrecked homes as it has wrecked communities. And it's something that needs to be taken care of because COVID is also creating such a situation as this. So before we go further, I would want to introduce you briefly because she will do most of the introduction to Dr. Vivian Ikem. She is a coach. She's a, beyond being a coach, beyond being an engineer, a chemical engineer who's now working with, with mental hormones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she loves people and I think that's that's also another thing that draws me to, to most of our guests, their love for people and love for advancement of people. Vivian, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. So just just introduce yourself as you will, and that's 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 me to you. <laughs> I like how you, t- you you turned it on me. <laughs> um, so well, I um, thank you for having me call um, call in. Um, I, as you mentioned, I am a. Um, I'll put myself. I, I I say I say this way. I am a. I'm a transformational um, life coach, consultant, and um, you know, fulfill life with balance. That's that's you know my angle. Being able to go through things in life and then find themselves again. People being able to bounce back from the stuff that we do. But because the thing is, when life happens, just as COVID is happening, as as you said now, COVID is hitting people in different ways, and it's important that we think about the impact on and speaker. Um, but I'm also a recovering perfectionist. I'm also a recovering high achiever or the, of achiever, whatever you, however you want to put it. Um, and, you know, and um, you can add the chemical engineer, ex-chemical engineer, consultant, whatever in there. But you put it nicely in saying that I care about people. I think the journey that I've been on in my life has exposed me to realities about things that we seldom talk about. The things that really matter, the things that impact on life, on well-being, you know, on productivity. The, those things that really matter and um i care that people achieve and um well, what's your view of mental health and productivity people's well-being people's lives people's futures and think about how we're also able to support one another and support in well i say the right way so to say even if we don't get it totally right um so i know i've gone beyond just introducing myself i'm gonna let you <laughs> um <laughs> carry on <laughs> It's showing. Your love for people is showing. You can't hold someone who has a fire impact <laughs> the next person. So it brings me to this question. Right. Mental health and productivity. Mental health, come, you know, there's all sort of things when we come to mental health. Um, there's a range of spectrum around it, right? But mental health is, you know, the aspect of our health that deals with our emotions and our minds. And let's put it this way, right? We're in a workplace. You have a project to deliver, okay? Mm-hmm. How if if 
peradventure maybe something is going on at home or somebody's under pressure or somebody is you know feeling stressed the way you may go about that work is different from someone who maybe is in a calm mood or is um you know has less pressure or has stress or is in a very very happy and joyful state right which means that the person who is calm who can think more properly who can process information more properly and more easily will maybe will be more productive than someone who is stressed burnt out and um under a lot of pressure or um what's it called now can't think properly can't think clearly you know is you know snappy around or doesn't feel like they can talk to people you know we don't sometimes realize how much uh, how 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 much i'm going to stress that how much mental mm-hmm. health can impact on our level of productivity in work in our lives and even in our homes when people are happy at home it will filter down when people are happy at work it also filters down so it's you know it's 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 um it's both ways and i think that a lot of times we you know we will i say we um overlook those important bits especially the emotional parts many of us have this thing of oh you know we're strong especially from the like i said the black community our society african african society we have this thing of oh um it's okay just let, like let, let's carry on like uh, uh, life happens so what you know it doesn't work that way don't express yourself if you want to express and uh, why are you being weak no 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 the fact that something happens and somebody's feeling an emotion and we don't deal with it and it looks like everything is is okay does not mean that everything is really okay you strip Colin like just work with me imagine this right yeah. you have dust okay there's dust around the place is dusty you sweep ah there's no packer you put the pack you down sweep it under the carpet is it is it where is the dust has the dust gone or what you say as much as how you feel how you make them feel okay. yeah people want you when you're you're a manager or a leader and we know we're not going to go into the difference between the two but when you're a manager or a leader no it hasn't it's so tomorrow again, I come and sweep, I sweep it under the carpet. Next tomorrow, every week, I'm sweeping it under the carpet. All that is building up very soon, you see that that carpet will start heaping up and start lifting up and start lifting up. And one day, the thing will just boom, mm. explode. In mm. That is exactly what unresolved emotions and can do. Because it then impacts on your mental health. It impacts on your emotional health, it impacts on everything. And you see a lot of, that's what, sometimes why you find people are snappy because there are a lot of things that are unresolved. In the workplace, you know, people are dealing with emotion, mental, mental health issues, emotional health issues, and they don't feel like maybe they should talk about it, or they don't want their boss to look at them in a certain way, or they don't want their colleagues to look at them in a certain way. But it's impacting on your productivity and your, you know, on your, um, how do I put it now, your, your quality of life, and that's why so, it's important that we talk about it. So how do we handle it? I mean, it's so sensitive. People don't want to talk. People perhaps do not recognize it, and and when we do, we say, mm, "Get get over it." How should this be managed? I mean, from stakeholders of, put it this way, those who are experiencing it, those who are in the environment where people are experiencing it. How should we handle this? Okay. Way? Yeah, that's a very that's a very good question, Colin. Let's look and we and we're going to let's look at it from two angles or three angles. The one one is the person who is going through it, right? And then 
two is the, the leader maybe in the workplace right and then we look at it from the angle of maybe the friends and family if we tackle first of all um the let's go to the workplace right i'm going to take a step back on that and say we're doing better right now with mental health and the whole subject because once upon a time years ago we're not even talking about it so i guess we should clap for everyone and say at least (laughs) we're talking a bit more about it now right (laughs) many workplaces at least uh you know see it as a subject so that's a step in the right direction but there's still more to be done if you are a leader you are a manager right your people care about how you feel how they feel you know there's that saying of um people don't care so much about what you do you're in the business of people right and if you want the people to be the best they want to know that you care for them so if you see that someone is struggling it may not be that they don't know obviously there's always going to be the angle of maybe they don't know what they are doing or they need help around that but it could also be that there's something going on there and it may be as simple as saying guy um calling the person aside and saying what's wrong can we talk you don't have to have the, pro- the solution to the problem. You may, your, your duty may just be to give them an ear because a lot of times that's what people need, right? And then refer them on to the right parties that may help them. But even the, the, even the, 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 the instance that you stop them to ask that question, how are you? It makes a difference. Leaders and managers should see their people as people. I, I remember a situation where I had someone in the office and I had noticed some changes with her and I called her aside. I didn't know what was going on, but I called her and I said, are you okay? Honestly, Colin, whatever I did or said to her that it meant that she, as a follow-up on that, she went to have therapy, right? And three years later, she sent me a message thanking me for that. Wow. No jokes. Then this person said, Vivian, anything you need, I will, that she, like she will never forget that single act. I only, I somehow knew what to do because I myself had needed that sort of help, whether I got it then or not, you understand? But that made me more sensitive to think about what I may be seeing in other people and to do something about it. And that's what I'm calling on leaders and managers to do. If you see that the person is maybe not themselves, that's a sign, right? If you see that the, um, maybe someone is, is quiet, more quiet than they usually are, that's a sign. If you see that someone was maybe not as, um, m- maybe they're used to being the um, life of the party or life of the office and they are not doing that, that's a sign. These are all signs or somebody is con- consistently like sad. That's a sign that something isn't right. Okay, so can you, can you, so, this, mm-hmm. that's key, signs. So if you would say, yeah. what would be the ABC? Just something basic that I walk into the room at home, you know, or in in the workplace, and in addition to all you've just said, what should I look out for? It's not as if you go looking at everybody to say, oh, okay, there's a sign, there's a sign, there's a sign. But mm, 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 mm. What, what kind no, no, of no, it's, mental it's a, it's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. And and Colin, let me just let me just clarify again that there are all different types of 
you know, mental health issues. I'm not a big focus right now for me in what I'm saying is talking about depression and anxiety. So let me just clarify that because okay. there could be schizophrenia and all those other things. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking at that angle, but more so the depression and anxiety. So I just want to clarify it um, for the audience because those are the ones that are more common. As many as one in four of the population experience this. Anxiety. Yeah, depression. And, yes. So those are the ones I'm going to. Um, talk about now so let me put it this way depression signs may defend different people okay but one that is really key and one that is very fundamental is sadness and anybody can be sad right but if you notice like somebody is persistently sad especially for over two weeks that is a sign that something isn't right okay and i want to flip this as well because sometimes when people are depressed and going through things, they may try to, they may struggle or be trying to cover up. Why am I saying this? Colin, I have a friend who lost his brother to suicide. Mm. His friend, his brother had been going through depression, but they didn't know why, because he was always smiling. Mm. Wow. Do you understand? It was afterwards they started thinking. I've interviewed him himself for people to also hear the story and all that you know but that's the truth so sometimes when you see someone is always joyful joyful it's like remember when robbie williams i don't even know remember yeah, robbie williams yeah, it was the same thing he shared the world it doesn't mean that the fact that somebody is smiling <laughs> this sometimes is a mask that smile can be a mask we've got to look deeper so i just wanted to say that you know sometimes when you see somebody is always joyful 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 but like you know sometimes you get to ask is there more to this because sometimes people are putting on a mask to, to you know to so like so i say um cover up what is really going but yeah the um, persistent sadness the disconnection from 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 others somebody like i said can be the life of a place but you suddenly notice that they're withdrawn and and colin let's even take a step back even besides that depression and you know these things are caused by different things right even this COVID can be causing depression in many places that is a trigger that is a trigger. Bullying, domestic violence, there's all sorts of triggers going on. So I just wanted to put, put that in there, that when grief, when somebody loses someone or loses something, those are triggers that we need to be mindful of. Oh, someone has gone through this. Oh, should we be more watchful of them because something may be there? I just wanted to throw that in. Yeah. So somebody's theory, for me, for example, where I remember when I was going through depression, I was involuntarily negative. I, there were many things I would say. And this is something that you know, I, I should emphasize because a lot of times when people are saying negative things, mm. they're not saying it because they want to say it. They're saying it because that is how their mind is working. And what you can have is people say, oh, um, but why, like, you know, that is, why are you saying that? Don't speak like this. Uh-uh. No, Jesus will not talk like, no, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't even make that mistake around them. Don't say that. Don't, don't, don't say that to them because you've got to understand that a lot of what they're saying is involuntary. It makes you involuntarily negative. Um, it affects your sleep. Some people will not sleep. Some people lose appetite. Some people may put on maybe comfort eat. You know, some people it like it loses depression and, and you know it comes with a lot of um, happen, loss of self-esteem, loss of confidence, so um, suicidal thoughts. Um, and a lot of times people don't want to talk about suicide, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, someone yeah. once said to me, oh, Vivian, like, ah, someone was like, they saw someone, um, um, the person is always saying, I want to kill myself, I want to kill myself, I want to kill myself, that uh, they were tired of hearing, they were like, ah, kill yourself already. I was like, what? You did what? You said what oh, to the person? Boy. Yeah. Um, Those are the mi- little mistakes we make. 
because if someone is saying it don't think that it's a joke like don't think don't take it for don't they may be saying it and and the thing is a lot of times when people are saying it, when people are going through these things they're um they're looking for a way of escape i know from a christian point of view it's like don't oh you shouldn't um you know you shouldn't commit suicide and you shouldn't you know blah 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 blah. i, I don't want to get into that debate you know but the point is i just want people to know that something isn't right in their minds at that point so the way you're going to react to them has got to be with a sensitive point of view because that thing that feeling that they feel at that point may eventually pass but you don't want to say the thing that will aggravate them sometimes just being there for them and saying it will be better it will be okay it will pass it will pass it's better than saying no let us pray about it or oh oh and jesus will not say jesus no 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 trust me they don't want to they, they may not want to hear that at that point all they just need to know is that you are there for them you understand you're giving them a non-judgment out here that is what they need to know oh boy um yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know we could go on and on and on about this yeah um, there's so much to say but here's the thing i always like yeah. to ask this question i always like to ask okay. my guests to tell me if there's nothing else we could say and they had people in front of them they needed to talk to what would be the one thing you you would share with them that could help the one thing that i'm going to probably say to them is this never feel you never 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 feel you are weak for being human mm there is strength in being human never feel that you're weak for being human vulnerable there is strength in vulnerability and the more we acknowledge it the more we acknowledge that we are you know we have emotions and that you know we go through things and that it's okay to not be perfect the easier life is never feel that you are weak for being human oh boy thank you dr vivian our emotional doctor oh no our emotional engineer, <laughs> <laughs> emotional engineer. Yeah. i i, I really have thank you for having me yeah I, we, we, how do we reach you? If someone wants to reach out to you, how do they reach you? Sorry, sorry maybe you want to re- um, re- just repeat that yeah, again for me. If you, if you had a group in front of you and you had yeah. only one thing to say to them concerning depression and, and anxiety, what would you say to them that would be helpful? That one thing. Um, so this is the thing, right? Um, um, I am on Instagram, Vivian underscore Ekem. That's V-I-V-I-A-N underscore I-K-E-M. Um, you can also send me an email at support at VivianEkem.com. Um, that's support at VivianEkem.com. Um, or yeah, my website is obviously VivianEkem.com. I'm also on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Um, f- Facebook is also um, Dr. Vivian Ekem, and that's my page. Um, what else is there again? I've already I've said Facebook. I've said Instagram. YouTube is also Vivian um, Ekem. Um, so there are all these different channels, and I'm sure Google search also may bring me up on LinkedIn and a few others. So you heard it, folks. You search for her V I V I A N I K E M. So you'd find her on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on um, support at Vivian Ikem, so you've got that covered and it'll be good to reach out and have her share directly with you whatever the whatever solutions she has to offer. Thank you so much for coming, Vivian. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. All right, folks, you heard it. As usual, we share the message, we tag a friend, we keep this circulating. Don't keep it to yourself because someone out there needs to hear this message. Bye for now.